Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? Well, I'm here for yet another episode of Startup Hustle today, which is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a development team quickly and affordably. Have you heard of those Fullscale guys before? I have. Is it because you own the company with me? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a company I don't own, but I wish I did. It's called Amazon. Have you heard I'm really, of that? I'm really nervous about this episode. I have a feeling it's going to cost me a lot of money. Oh, okay. Well, we'll tell you why. But with us, not a first-time participant, and a re- but a regular participant, and our local Kansas City and national Amazon expert, Andrew Morgans from Marknology. Hi, Andrew. Hey, what's up? What's up, Startup Hustle? Welcome back, buddy. Thank you. So for those of you that have not run cross paths with Andrew. Andrew is an Amazon brand accelerator or owns an Amazon brand accelerator. He's the founder of Marknology, which is found at M-A-R-K-Nology.com. And he knows stuff about Amazon that we don't. Is that fair to say, Matt? Can you help me save money on Amazon? (laughs) Buy and save. I think it, I think the thing that what most of us want to know is is there a way that you can help us decelerate spousal spending? Yes, on Amazon. Yes, uh, just remove their account. Tell them it's a work thing. You can't have two accounts, and you're you're working on making some money. I guess Jill is smarter than that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, possibly. Well, Andrew, welcome back. And we're here to talk about a whole lot of stuff today. You got some really cool stuff going on, both with Marknology and some updates about Amazon. Where do you want to start? Um, well, let's start with a little bit about Marknology. I know you said we could talk about the Goldman Sachs program. I'm super excited going yeah. into uh, going into January. Um, I was actually nominated by another Kansas City local company, um, Notes to Self. The founder there, Laura, nominated me for that program. Great. Well, what is that? Yeah. Have you guys had her on the show? Um, Laura from Gnosis Self? No, but she we sells, probably should. She sells those uh, affirmation socks like I Am Awesome. Um, they've done really well. You'll see them around Gary Vee, Wesley Hamilton. They've all kind of got a few pairs of that they've collabed with her. Um, we, we have had a local sock company on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not them. Not them. I okay. didn't realize the Kansas City sock game was was on at the level that it apparently is. You know, on Amazon, we're trying to dominate. So yeah, do it. Um, but anyway, she she um, recommended me to apply uh, as a company. Actually, I was denied last year, and this year we got accepted. So I'm super excited. It's essentially a, an accelerator cohort, much like Marknology helps brands on Amazon. Um, this is a, a Babson College in, in Bo- outside Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and they'll just be taking Marknology through the accelerator um, with big-time investors like Goldman Sachs and, and stuff looking at the company afterwards. And um, not really looking for outside investment at this time, but excited to just be part of a program where uh, there's a lot of mentors, a lot of uh, higher-level entrepreneurs and successful entrepreneurs helping me grow my business. And that's something you actually have have 
flipped in the opposite direction. Aren't you one of the mentors down at the University of Missouri, Kansas City? I am. Uh, the, the true story behind that is honestly, um, I was trying to get access to the mentors several years ago, and they thought I'd be a better fit as a mentor. Um, and I could still hang out with the other mentors and get some advice. So <laughs> they twisted my arm a little bit to get me in there, but it's been really, really good for me as well. Excellent. Matt, have you ever participated in a mentorship program? You know, I actually had somebody uh, message me a week ago via like a Facebook group because um, they have the mentorship. And so mm -hmm. I need to get with uh, that individual and, and meet with them. But it's something I've always enjoyed doing is meeting with other people um, like as a mentor, just yeah. as a voice of reason. Or I think whatever. you're like a micro mentor, like meaning like you meet you, I, you, you originally, that's how we got to be friends. You originally met me for breakfast and we talked all about Gigabook and you told me, I, I'll never forget. You said, you're going to have to sell a lot of $8 memberships to have it add up. Yeah. And I remember leaving. <laughs> I was like, well, brother, I <laughs> thank you for reaffirming that, but it is true. But you know, with that, I mean, you've, I know you've met a lot of people and been open, but you know, like I, that and why I say micro mentor, cause I think that's super useful. And then there's the ongoing thing. No, totally. Yeah. And I, I think for me, it's been, um, anytime I'm teaching or mentoring someone, I'm, uh, reaffirming it within yeah. myself, you know, so I get prepared to, um, be a leader for them. And sometimes they'll be like, why well, I have a limited amount of time. Where am I putting my time? Um, but I've never regretted uh, um, investing that in other people. Yeah, and part of what we want to do and, and our goal in 2020 is to try to tell the recurring stories of some of the the interesting and engaging entrepreneurs that are here locally. And obviously with Amazon being such a freaking monster in e-commerce and you participating in this, are you willing to come back and continue to update us about what you've learned and how it's been useful because I think people would find that interesting. Yeah, I would love to. And it's not me as an individual. It's Marknology going through the accelerator. And Is that Marknology.com? Marknology. Same people? Okay. Same people. Uh, I would love to share the story. Um, it's kicking off as early as next week, so um, jumping right into it. And I'm excited just for the network as well. You're getting access to everyone that's been part of the program before. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of brands that, that need help on Amazon. I'd love to love to help them. Are you moving to Boston? No, it's uh, it's all online with okay. uh, uh, two weeks in, in person, just like half weeks. We fly down there and do a couple immersion days. Okay. So how long is it? What amount of time does this occur over? So it's like a master's certificate, um, and, and it's fully like, paid for you, by them. Am I going to have to call you Master Morgan? Like I have to call Watson Master Watson? No, uh, it's only a, yes. it's only a, a semester. Um, but I will say I'm a little excited just as an entrepreneur. Um, I didn't think I'd get a master's of, of any kind or a certificate just because I chose just the entrepreneur life. And there's not a lot of benefit in getting a master's degree once you're going all in on a business um, if it doesn't help you in some way. So I get to speak at UMKC with a bachelor's degree really coming from um, experience. And so I'm just a little excited uh, in my family. Education is something that what didn't come first. Um, so me and my sister being the first to get degrees, I'm excited to push it a little bit further. I, uh, my only hope of ever getting a degree is an honorary one at some point, <laughs> most likely to come from some, some college or university in Cebu. I'm sure it can be arranged. I, I feel like that's, I, you know, uh, Daryl full scale COO 
And I have joked that that is probably the likely path of which I will finally finish college. What about ordained minister? Would that work instead? Oh, man. I think it's $29. No. $29 online. Is that close enough? No. I'll buy a few. Matt's getting married. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. I've been. I've offered my services as a as an ordained minister, but I've told him <laughs> that if he chooses to use them, that I would need some lead time so I can actually become ordained. I might un unordain myself <laughs> after. Okay. So, and in, in Congress with all this now, and you might have answered this bit a little bit before, but um, I mean, in summary, what's the top goal? Like just one of. Uh, Goldman of your experience and I'll ask you again when you're done with it later yeah I think for me it's the intentionality behind it I'm excited for um, the beginning of 2020 to go into a program where um, what we're studying is the thing I care about the most the thing I've been obsessing about for years um, and to just have people week after week say hey let's focus on this area let's focus on this area let's focus on this area I don't think I come out of it without having learned quite a bit I wouldn't say there's one thing I'm I'm trying to learn, more so what do I not know um, and what can I gain from all this experience? The things that I don't know are infinite. I don't know what I don't know. I mean, it, it's just infinite. It's like, and I think that the ability to ever put a dent in that is non, also in, like non-existent, infinite. I think if you accept that you don't know shit about mostly everything yeah. and maybe just a couple things you're you might know a little bit about then right. you know when to begin but man it's every day as an education i i consult the google machine well let's let's touch base in yeah. in a couple of weeks i'll let you know if i've learned anything yeah i want to keep because i think a lot of people are uh, interested in the whole accelerator process because there's a lot of different flavors and things and you know like we our company full scales the official development partner of the launch kc uh, accelerator here, which has been really great for us. We're really excited to be a part of that in 2020, a different kind of accelerator. Okay, so there's this company called Amazon. Have you guys ever heard of them? Yeah, they sell servers, like hosting. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was a jungle. Yeah, when I watched NFL, there's all these ads about their data it, and it is a, football it catches. It is actually and... a jungle. It's a jungle to try to get through if you don't have experience <laughs> using it as a seller. I mean, it's a, it's a different process for about everything you sell. Like I sell stuff on Amazon. It's books sometimes. The you last, sell books? The last one's been selling really, <laughs> continuing to sell well. It's actually done really well. It's, a, it's on many levels exceeded my ex, our expectations. Wow. So that happy about, but it's a completely different, like what I've learned as a selling books through Amazon is like way different than what Andrew does. It's like a whole different platform. Yeah. So you've got a couple things to update us about. It's the Amazon Roundtable and also a partnership. Yeah, these are really exciting things that I'm honestly excited to take into the accelerator. Um, interesting. I'm interested to see what they'll have to say about some of this. So essentially, um, Marknology got vetted as an agency advertising partner um, on Amazon. As some people may or may not know, Amazon has become the third largest advertising platform, um, quickly growing as far as... Is it really? It has. Wow. Um, so it's, it's growing, growing, growing. They continue to add new features, um, things like attribution tagging, which means if mm -hmm. you're sending off Amazon traffic to Amazon, we can now 
track it with pixels and know if it's converting. Um, they continue to release stuff almost every week, it seems like. Um, but as an agency partner, they were one of 60 that were chosen. Um, they at least had a 60 max. Um, one of two, two of the 60 are service-based, meaning um, we are a service-based agency. We use software, but we're service-based and, and we're an advertising What partner. are the others typically then? Software. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so uh, insert full scale here. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of these companies have built software to help them on Amazon do it a little bit easier. Um, and and we're, we're kind of a company that still uses um, humans to build out the advertising and then software to automate. Well, I, I would... I would think there are technology partners that help people that have like a very big catalog of stuff that they're trying to sell and that's a whole different challenge yeah. and that's going to require a lot of synchronization and and product catalog. Especially you know, if someone stuff. doesn't have a team. Like, you know, if they don't have a team or they have an Amazon guy, which means we don't know what he does, um, <laughs> then, uh, then they're going to want a software to really help them, you know, set things up and then run it over lots of SKUs and lots of data, yeah. lots of data mining. And some of that's pricing, mm -hmm. like pricing tools. Correct. There's all types like, of tools. Um, yeah. But really what's come out, I feel like, is individual sellers that might have learned um, reselling or might have learned private label um, have done the work themselves and been like, how do I do this easier for myself, um, have developed tools and then sold those to others. Okay. So still informed with the prior questions, like what do you hope to gain I mean, obviously more clients and sales. Yeah, so what I, I have an agency rep, you know, that's on the phone with me quite a bit, um, updating me what's coming out. We just got, essentially like yesterday, we just got access to a new training module. Um, all of the Marknology team takes it. Uh, it's not supposed to be shared with anyone else as far as like access to it. Uh, and it's essentially giving us in-depth training on, on new features of Amazon that are coming out early. Another thing that we got access to. So he wants you to hit the ground running before these things come out. And essentially maybe build trust. Maybe give them some feedback too. Or? Yeah, so I think their goal is they educate the agencies that have been vetted to do things the right way, white hat, so to speak. Um, they educate the agencies, we educate the brands um, and help them execute. So. so they don't have a large ecosystem of like consultants and people like you that they that re, that they refer the, you know their big sellers to? I think they, they have a tier one, which is like the Vayner Medias and the VMLs. Um, and then I'm a tier two agency, which is under 10 million in ad spend, meaning we manage less than 10 million a year. Okay. Um, so I think that they've had kind of these really big players that help maybe some of the big agencies. Okay. But as someone that's gone to some of the HQs or down to Austin for Amazon events for um, kind of like Launchpad brands or exclusive brands, um, they really rely on partners like us to help those brands execute. And they will refer... Um, so essentially think of Amazon as Amazon has a, a Marknology branch, meaning someone that can help them with uh, strategy or help the brands know how to make their brands look better on Amazon, but they only provide strategy. Well, so uh, let's use an example of like, say, Hellsberg Diamond as an example. If they wanted to sell every piece of their jewelry on Amazon, how would they go about doing that? Would does Amazon help them Yeah, that's or, actually... do, or do they re, or Amazon refers them to somebody like you? So that's actually a good example because I'm talking to Hellsberg for help. Um, but essentially, they can put as many SKUs as they want on Amazon. And Amazon would maybe ask them, like, hey, fill out this spreadsheet or send us your images and we'll help you put them up. But once they're up, that's that. 
They're not going to help them update them. They're not going to help them set up an ad. I would think there would be so much more complication with that around like, you know, the the product descriptions, how to price them. You know, if they're going to stock the inventory, like all that part of it, right? And and then just the ongoing, like the ad part of it. Like now, is Ellsberg how much how much money has Ellsberg spent on a month in advertising their product on Amazon? Like. There's just got to be a lot to it. Yeah, there is a ton to it. And there's a team called the LAMPS team, L-A-M-P-S, um, with Amazon. They're about two grand a month or so. And you will get somebody um, once a month that will get on a call with you and tell you what you should be doing on Amazon. Um, but Isn't when, that also what you guys do? Yes. The difference is, is that um, he's only going to know kind of buy the book strategies straight out, you know, straight out the gate. Um, that's somebody who works for Amazon works for okay. Amazon and that could be good in those some of those cases that can be really good advice but like like Google wants to give me an AdWords rep potentially but they want to see you succeed they want to see you succeed but they also want to see you spend as much money as they can get you to spend so sure. I mean at some level you know when you um, if you ever took a sociology class, they, the first thing they teach you is to really consider the source of whatever input data or advice that you get. Correct. I, this is actually a good segment. Like yeah. a lot of my brands get automated emails from Amazon. Right. Partner. And I'm not saying they're going to give bad advice, but you got to keep in mind like what, where it's coming what, from. Well, what's the, what's the goal and purpose of X advice giver? Well, and that's, what's interesting today too, is Amazon also sells stuff that potentially is competition to whatever you're selling. Right. Well, Correct. Some, but some, then, some, and then they're giving you advice about how to sell your product that competes against theirs. That's that's that. But that's my point. It's <laughs> like it could be good advice, or maybe maybe it isn't. And then you know, I don't know. Like I think that's where a third party advisor, like yeah. Marknology, is a is a good bet. By the way, you were asking about the new brand. Uh, Andrew and I actually teamed up on a consulting gig, and uh, it related to drinking fountains. Mm-hmm. And really, what it was was you have some companies that have been doing business for a very long time the way that they've been doing it. And what they really needed was to gain an understanding about how Amazon even worked. Right. So in that case, having Andrew to be able to actually explain it and like, well, here's your option here. Here's your option there. Cause you look at things like prime or shipping directly from your own warehouse and stuff like that. And like not understanding what your level right. of commitment yep. is and like how fast you have to get it out and turn it around. Like not knowing that doesn't really lead to an informed decision, right? Right, and I think even the brands that have, you know, an e-commerce or an Amazon team within their company um, can still benefit from having someone that's um, leaning in on um, where's Amazon going, creating a a roadmap for them for for success. And one thing I was gonna say about the success or the advice coming from Amazon is, a lot of times, let's say that they send you an advertising, uh, an email from an Amazon rep saying, these are some of the optimizations we think you should make. It's a strategy email. Um, and it might even be a, a macro Excel file that whenever you open it up and accept the changes, you're making 14,000 keyword bid changes, right? But the thing is, is the advice is coming from them is going to be to get you to spend more money. Um, so they're going to help you get more clicks on keywords that aren't working well. But maybe you wanted that on purpose because those keywords weren't converting for you. And they're just going to have send you suggestions to increase spend, increase spend, increase spend. And anytime you're making 14,000 keyword changes at one time, there's no way you can monitor all of those changes. And so I've had it where a client really wanted me to upload those files. We do. And um, our spend goes crazy. Our ROI goes crazy. And it's a matter of cleanup. So it's saying, hey, 
this advice is good, but let's let's take it slow. Maybe we implement these over time, uh, spread them out over several weeks instead of making all these changes at once. Yeah. And shock There's got to be vendor tools just dedicated towards managing Amazon ad spend. Correct. Oh, There's got to sure. be yeah. a bunch of tools. Yeah. And, that... and by the way, their so their system isn't quite as sophisticated as something like Google. And like you mentioned, like there's some as a bookseller, you know, it's I can get a whole shitload of keywords and it's it, I've seen it over the last two years. I've seen it uh, evolve quite a bit. Right. Like two years ago, I was like, are you kidding? This is the best you could do, Amazon. And they've done a lot better. Um, you talk even like about like negative like and a lot of people don't realize this, but in, well, in my opinion, your success or failure on things like Google when it comes to CPC is your ability to identify the negative, the Correct. negative keywords. Like this is what I absolutely yeah. do not want to be found at. And you've, we went through that a couple of years ago when we first became partners at Gigabook, and mm-hmm. I was refining a lot of that, and I was really like emphatic about that because. You know, and then and the negative keyword is an instruction to a CPC engine to never show you if. And it's uh, it, the, I think that the success or failure from CPC campaigns comes down to how quickly and accurately can you eliminate the garbage. Right. Because it just runs up the bill, man. It's just like zeros on tests. Well, the thing like that if you keep and back to my education, zeros, but <laughs> no, but dude, it's hard to get an A when you have a, a goose egg. On yeah. the, you know, and you guys did it at school. Maybe you forgot to do something. Or you missed a I don't know something yet a zero and like you just don't really get a top grade that way and it's the same thing with CPC and I I, I've been messing around with it I've really dialed it in for my books Mm -hmm. but some of it um, you know it's just it's just it's just a process man no and Amazon like the course we got yesterday for the team so the, the the courses and accreditation they're putting us through is so that whenever they refer brands to Marknology, they can trust that everyone on the team has been through these courses yeah. and got accredited and can build some trust. Um, but they're actually releasing new parts of Amazon that maybe if you're not, if you've like done your research in the past, you're not up to speed, but they're releasing display ads, uh, they're releasing cross uh, product marketing, meaning it's not keyword based. So showing up on competitor products or like products. So people that have new inventions, for example, or new products that people aren't searching for because they don't know it exists, we'll use a type of arg- of advertising that will have a show up on, on similar products. So let's, yeah. let's say you have, uh, we've got Mixtape, the game right here sitting on the table. Uh, no one's heard of it, let's say, and we want to have it show up on another popular card game, let's say Cards Against Humanity or another music-based game. Mm-hmm. That's actually what I do with my books. Have them show up. Well, no, I, yeah. You, so in whatever category they're in, I have it show up on the top 100 books in given categories. So like, for example, like Million Dollar Bedroom, and I'm not running ads on that, but when it came out and it, and it did hit number one, partially through some of these tactics, I might have had like Eric Reese who writes about startups mm-hmm. or whoever. And that's just a keyword. So you can show them in regular search or you can be like a spot, like, you know, down at about two thirds of the way down the page. It's like, if you like this, yeah. check this yep, out yep. too. So exactly. now sometimes that's successful and sometimes it's not, but it's, it's worked well for the books just because it gets you in that, but you got to make sure it's not getting carried away too. No, there's a there's a lot to it. I would say that there's probably five or six specifically different uh, ways of advertising on Amazon. Um, a lot of it is CPC, but it's really a matter of where am I going to show up with these ads? And yeah. so you're using all six to show up in as many areas as possible. And one of the things that so as the, my last book, the the Realist Guide to Successful Music Career, 
I mean, it's it has sold well. And the thing is, is with that, Amazon's organic rankings are very much kind of a real-time component. So they want to put the, their best option of you buying something first. Right. So now the book's elevated itself up to be in like the top three organic. And now I'm having to go back and try to make sure I'm not at the top of the page with a sponsored ad and then first for the organic search right. for that same. And that's just kind of a process to... I see that a lot, actually, when I search for something on Amazon. I'll see yeah. that sponsored and the organic for the same product. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's and that's kind of pointless. Uh, that's a waste of spend because I don't really spend a whole lot marketing the book. I mean, realistically, guys, I spend like five bucks a day. But I'd rather not pay for clicks if you don't have to. If I don't have to. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I mean, also, you're... you're preventing your competition from having that space as well though correct so it's, what's the it, price it, of the real estate it's right? kind of both um so you know you take down your brand name you stop advertising on your brand name for two seconds and um someone's going to jump in there if you have any more yeah. leverage than they do mm -hmm. i see that all the time and it's very rare that you're you're looking twice a day at something like that to know if another competitor is bidding on your brand terms um you know i have companies as big as um Marvel and research hospitals and things I'm talking to some of them have books um, Thinking about working with a hospital um, a, a highly prestigious hospital that that puts out a lot of books um, And so we're talking to them about their strategy and um, I think it comes down to what's your budget um, But also it's those keywords Matt. So you brought up a great point um, When you're talking about the sponsored ad and then the listing after it Let's say you're advertising on music career books as the keyword and then you also see that you're organically ranking for music career books. Well, on Amazon, they work together. So a lot of times when you put the product up at first, it's not ranking for that. You run ads yeah. so that as it runs an ad, gets a click, gets a sale, your organic rank jumps up. Yeah, and that's and, actually a good part of the CPC with that. Because like in Google, you're not going to definitely, you're probably not going to climb the organic rankings quickly not because of ads i mean i always felt that google did seem to somehow like my site better when i was advertising with them i mean sure it's their property some people get offended by that they're like oh that's not fair i mean it's kind of a, a known observation i don't have math behind it but yeah that's interesting see google didn't get a commission when they when they you click that link but amazon gets a commission yeah. when you sell they sell the book so they want Whatever's going to sell the most. I think Am I think Amazon's the greatest search engine for sellers because yeah. people are actually there to buy. They're yep. not as much information seekers as they might be on Google, meaning they're not the classic kicking tires kind of buyer. Um, I mean, people are typically at Amazon there to buy, and then the the path to purchase is very standard and streamlined. Like. I mean, Amazon's done a great <laughs> talk about removing steps on the way to the cash right. register. They're, it doesn't get better. I know. I feel like in about a, in somewhere down the road, it's going to be think about this to complete your purchase. We could get him a dash button if we wanted. So he could be sitting here just <laughs> pushing it and it'd be ordering. That's how easy they made it. Buying on Amazon for certain product categories can be very difficult, though. Like you go in and you search for something, there's like 100 results and there's no clear winner. You know, it's not like you're like, I need Duracell batteries. Like you go in there yeah. and you're like, I need something and there's like a hundred things and you don't know which one to buy. I would agree with that. Like, and that's where I think Amazon doesn't provide the best, you know, experience. And that's where sometimes like I go back off Amazon. I'm looking for like, what are the top of these things? Like I was looking for karaoke equipment and all of a sudden 
you know, I'm like, what, what are the recommended? Here, right? Yeah, I got it. And so you look for like recommended karaoke systems or whatever. And then I eventually go back to Amazon and find like what somebody recommended. And see, that's another point right there is that people use Google for information and then yeah. they come back to Amazon to buy. I did. Yep. Uh, if you would like to be invited to join us at Matt Watson's first karaoke party when this new machine <laughs> arrives, I got please it. message Matt. There are videos on Facebook of my Matt, kids using it. Connect with him on LinkedIn or Facebook or somewhere and let let him know your intention of wanting to be invited because um, I feel a big party coming on. I've never that. sang karaoke. No, I'm not against oh, it. Oh, I, I sang karaoke when we were <laughs> Did I not? Oh, and my kid's favorite song to sing is Jingle Bells, by the oh, way. Oh, dude, I rocked it. Jingle Bells, that is, <laughs> after about 150 beers. That's what, how many I'll need. Is that an engagement party? Yeah, man, I had a whole group of people there to entertain, I, and, I, and I succeeded <laughs> at one point. Good times. At one of his future relatives came, Matt, up, came up to me and said, you know, you're a really good performer. <laughs> it was, like, super genuine. I was like, thank you. You sang thank Jingle you. Bells? Amongst other things. Yeah, I love it. I'm not going to lie. We did karaoke for like 10 hours that day. Yeah, it literally in the Philippines it's just like every anywhere and everywhere you go it's like there's someone's doing karaoke. I it's, love that. I mean it's 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 like a nationwide commitment to excellence when it comes <laughs> to karaoke participation. They take it real no, serious. No, oh, yeah. oh yeah. I mean like real serious. So, yeah. yeah. Question, Watson. Um what made you buy the karaoke machine? Did you buy one? I did. I reading Why are we just finding this out? Yeah, I got it. A while you back. Have it? Yeah, what? a while back. Um, You're a hater. I was, well, I actually bought one on Amazon. I got it and then didn't like it and returned it. How was that process? It worked fine. Okay. I had no questions asked. I got my money back, I believe. Uh, returned it to the UPS store, you know. Um, but then I, I figured, okay, I don't like that kind of system. Now I'm looking for a different kind of solution. So now I understood a little more about like what I was looking for because I knew what I wasn't looking for, you know. Uh, but just started looking online and searching like different things, looking at reviews and stuff like that, and um, and then eventually, you know, you know, eventually, you know, things start swirling around the drain of like, okay, we think this is what what we're looking for, you know, and then when you're looking down, at reviews, so. when you're looking at reviews, this is a little bit of a loaded question, but when you're looking at reviews, um, are you just looking for five star reviews? Are you reading the comments are you looking to see if the brand engages with those comments like how do you know if they're I, real or, or i look at this i look at the number of total reviews like if you have 10 reviews and they're five stars i'm like eh. i mean because that could be easily game but if you have like 3900 and it looks good then that depending on what i'm buying that i mean i'll be all right good enough if i'm but buying see, something I, that's like 30 bucks sure like recently i, I bought some sheets on amazon and I went through that looking, okay, who has a lot of reviews? And, and sometimes you'll go through them and they, it looks like they have a lot of good reviews. But then when you actually go read the reviews, like all the recent ones are bad. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was getting to that. And and actually the sheets I bought, they're okay, but I wouldn't give them a five-star review. I'm not a huge believer in online reviews, mainly because I think most of them are fake. They make it really hard for new products, new to market. Yeah. So Matt DeCourcy said that if it doesn't have 3,900, he's probably not, not buying it. Well, well it, de it depends on what it is. I mean, I realize not everything's going to sell in that kind of volume. But all right, so recently, I, this case on my phone that's a little battery charger case, 
was one of those things that had like 1900 reviews. They were most, it was like, you know, in that four and a half star range or whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. It's 20 bucks. Realistic. I mean, moved on. I don't have time to, I don't care about the reviews. Cause honestly, if I didn't like it, some things like that are simple. I, I would, yeah. Yeah. But like a lot of times you can learn a lot about the products from the reviews. So like I recently bought a, a bidet or a washlet, a toilet, a toilet seat Love it. on Amazon. <laughs> Love it. And if you would like to know the all forward. the last 10 things <laughs> that Matt Watson has purchased We're on Amazon, on please reach out to and Matt Watson. It's another good example of something. You go on Amazon, there's not like a clear winner. Like there's not a clear brand. Like this yeah. is who you go buy. And so you start going through all the reviews of all these things. You learn about, oh, well, some of them you can't sit on a toilet seat because the toilet seat's not strong enough to actually sit on. And they like they have diff these different problems or whatever. And all of a sudden you get overwhelmed of trying to find the perfect one that adds all these things right but um but, yeah you learn a lot from reading the reviews by the way in the spirit of transparency because we've just really been sharing here in 2020 and i love to share with my friends it, on the last trip to the philippines i did use a bidet for the first time and it changed your life no but it was definitely the first time it's efficient <laughs> i walked i walked out and i said matt i just washed my butt with a hose and you smiled and now then i sang karaoke <laughs> Okay. So clearly something worked because, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would have just been excited TMI, that, you had, that you had a restroom. Um, I know, like, my dad lived in China and I grew up in Africa. Um, and a lot of times we didn't eat when we were out because it might be a while till we got home. In no, general, we have so. some pictures from the original place that Matt made me stay on our weekend excursion, which... Oh my <laughs> culture shock. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not usually staying in hotels that you can rent by the hour. Yeah. yeah. But it was literally like, it, it seemed really janky. And then I woke up the next morning and saw like the coolest, amazingest waterfall that I've ever seen in my life. You could also go and at this hotel, it. you and could I go fishing die. and you could ride horses. Yeah. Like a horseback ride was like a dollar. <laughs> it was really like, I was like, can I get like 50 of them? Because, yeah. Life okay. is good. Okay, so the Amazon partnership sounds great, and I think you're going to crush it. If you want to crush sales on Amazon, I recommend that you check out at Marknology LLC on the gram, and you can also follow Morgans, and that's like with an S, even though he, there's only one of him. He is not plural. It's Welsh, guys. It's normal. Is that, what it, is just, that where that comes from? It's Welsh, yes. God, dude, how many people just call you Andrew Morgan? A lot. I bet. And how many do is it? All right. So the Corsi has a capital C in it. And it just like, it's kind of weirdly annoying when people, it doesn't have like, it's not D E space capital C, but yeah. So do people put apostrophes and just weird? They shit? just usually leave it off. Yeah. Which is, uh, so legal wise, sometimes it's a pain in the butt. So don't do that. But Andrew's got, he's an interesting person to follow on, on the social media. So you can also go to Marknology, M A R K N O L O G Y.com. So, What's the Amazon Roundtable? Okay, yes. Um, so I'm excited about this as well. It's a brand that we manage, um, got me the opportunity. I've been with them over six years on Amazon. So even before I started my with company. With the brand? With the brand. You can shout them out if you want uh, to. Leather Honey, actually. Who? Leather Honey. Okay. So they're a brand that. That's also my um, nickname for Matt. Leather Honey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's oh, uncanny. TMI. Well, he's going to let me for giving them a shout out, but we have, we have three SKUs. Okay, three different products. Um, his dad had a product that the son was just like, everyone loves us, let's turn it into a product um, and create a brand with him and his sister um, and it's grown. And from when I took it to now, we're doing um, well into uh, 
double digits in the millions per year. We've expanded from uh, .com to .canada, UK, Germany, France, Spain, Italy, Japan, China, India, um, all over the place. And we got invited to this roundtable as uh, one of eight CEOs to meet with 20 Amazon directors um, about international expansion. I think we are one of the one of the brands that has um, expanded across the most markets. So it's a leather conditioner. It's a leather cleaner and a leather conditioner. They okay. Go, they go together. Interesting. Uh, they're both number one bestsellers. Um, so that's been a whole lot of learning, growing with them um, into bestsellers, keeping the bestsellers, running through problems, manufacturing things. Um, learned a whole lot together. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. So I don't know. So I round table but i do i heard i bet it's round (laughs) i i bet it's not actually why doesn't anyone ever just like why don't you ever get to go participate in like a ceo square table no one's equal Mm. because then someone's at the head is that the purpose of the round table is equality supposed to be equality and like you're open here for um this they're saying that this is our chance to tell them what's great about international expansion what's bad what they can fix try to help them create a better um, system for doing so it's a bit clunky but imagine this imagine being able to go into a new market um you know amazon india for example um if they're at the top of their game they can obviously outperform our market um and a lot of their marketplaces are doing exceptionally well ones that are like amazon knockoffs there even um and be able to come to amazon india but with the knowledge of having competed on Amazon.com for the last eight years and really understanding that competition and then going to a new market like Amazon India, knowing the Amazon platform, because there's no new learnings for me per se, um, and then being able to take those advanced strategies um, and hit the ground running when other brands are just like figuring out how to put their products up. Um, By the way, when I'm in, when I'm in Cebu, I would love I, the times that I've wished that Amazon oh, Philippines yeah. was like way more evolved because like just, I don't even think it exists. It well, it do, it's not is like one percent of what it is here, and I'm just like because goofy things. I'm like I need some whiteboards. Like I would buy like ten whiteboards right now, even if they didn't come prime, and I could just get them because like otherwise I get I spend half a day or someone does dealing with that, and then I go buy them, and they probably want to unpackage them and show me their actual whiteboards, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> something goofy like that. We, um, speaking of whiteboards, um, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to put your mixtape answers on a whiteboard if you want, or you can just speak them out loud. Okay. Because I think it's time for us to play. All right, let's do it. So for those of you listening, still in beta, but very much accessible, the Mixtape app is available for iOS and Android. By the way, Matt, they already fixed the issue we caused yesterday. Ah. Yeah, they even told me that we had a uh, an error at 11.37 a.m. Nice. I was like, yep, that was definitely us. You guys Live, broke it? Well, we were, we were doing the Mixtape app um podcast which i want to point out some people would have just like done that over and edited it out and like like the app on the fifth card it crashed it had an issue now that said we're committed to the transparency of being startup founders and yeah. entrepreneurs and yeah. that's part of the hustle man totally. like shit doesn't always go the way you want but you know what is going to go well it's this round of mixtape because okay. i'm just holding the card it can't crash i, I meant to add, i should have <laughs> i know you're a spotify premium member right yes see we could have played and this is where we failed Okay, I've pulled a card from the mixtape deck, which, by the way, you is can on find, Amazon. It's on Amazon. <laughs> mixtape the game. Do you ever it's beat DeCourcy at this game? Yeah. Yes, all the time. Okay. Mainly because he won't vote for me. So I'm at an unfair advantage. All right, so I'm pulled a card. I'm going to read a scenario. We can vote. You cannot vote for yourself. The best relationship makeup song. And I'm going with Me So Horny by Two Live Crew. 
Hmm. Which is theoretically probably not the best makeup song, but it is my answer. I mean, I guess you got to go with Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. Hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking some kind of Rihanna song about working from home. <laughs> What the, what does that have to do with a relationship makeup? Well, you're making it up. I'm an entrepreneur. I work from home. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. Took a little spin with it. Uh, okay. I don't really listen to the, that much R and B. I guess I need to step up my game. Yeah, you're gonna have to pick a song because you're running out of time. I mean, can I not go with that one? I'm sticking to it. You're gonna? Is that an actual song? You can't just pick Rihanna. <laughs> well, it's, it's like Watson just, picking <laughs> Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I just can't think of the name of the song, damn it. Then you um, have to sing it. Work, work, you work, can, work. If you work, can work. sing it. That song? Mm-hmm. Well, I need Andrew to sing it, oh. though, because you already made an entry. Work, 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 da 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 da, da. <laughs> I never do this. I'm voting for Watson. <laughs> I got to vote for you. I can't vote for that. Yeah. I was trying to be outside the box. It's me so horny, or let's get it on. You hold the, you hold, you hold the deciding vote, Andrew. The let's power is the, the power is yours. We gotta do. Let's get it on. Oh yeah, Ooh, Watson wins. All right, let's get it on. Yeah. So yeah, the app, now the mixtape app would now be playing 35 seconds worth of Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. Let's get it oh. on. And as the winner of the round, it is up to you as to whether or not you will force everyone to listen to all 35 seconds, which if you play me, you are guaranteed to listen to all 35 seconds. If I play you? If, if I win. It's like the, it's like the, the, the victories. So I want to, uh, with standard episodes, we close out with what we've called the founders freestyle, but I want to change that up. Cause like I said, I think that Amazon is such an important part of startup world for so many people, especially anybody that has a product. Um, and I would actually like to solicit a tip from you that, and you know, I think Matt and I can weigh in a little bit we'll we'll make our best attempt when it comes to online selling i have a lot of history selling products but yeah so what is your and this could is going to apply to amazon but let's just broaden this out to online selling like where are you going to start what's if you had to give me one tip what would it be if i had to give you one tip for online selling um i would say it's storytelling at its at its core, and to be a little bit more precise than that, it's it's your photography, it's your copy, it's your reviews, it's your price, it's your fulfillment method, it's your channel. Um, know your channel, whichever one that you're on. If you're if you're selling an e-commerce, know how to talk to your other channels with that channel, um, and tell the story of your product and your brand. At the end of the day. Um, Everyone loves good photos and, and good copy and that we can come across things. But if we don't believe in the product, if we don't believe in the brand, um, if we're not understanding what that product does, we're not making a decision. I'm going to reshape the question for Matt. As a buyer, what is important to you? Like what, do you, what is something that will quickly make you buy or not buy? Either are acceptable. I think it's all the little details, you know, along with what he just mentioned, it's all the little details. So if I, whatever it is I'm shopping for, if I'm shopping for bed sheets or toilet bidet, whatever it is, karaoke machine, it's like all the little features and trying to understand your buyer and like what a lot of times it's the littlest things that they're looking for. Like, um, and you got to understand all the little details and, 
And sometimes it's some of my I'm looking at different things and it's the picture and well because on the picture they added this little icon or something like that. Now I better understand it it does this or doesn't do that or you know, all the little details. Um because you're trying to wade so many different products and trying to figure out which one stands out. And so and you can spend hours and hours looking at I'd shit. I'd like to piggyback to back on that. It is all the little details. It's We talked about Amazon being a platform for conversions. Um, I've listed products uh, that are still converting 19 months later at 47%. Um, why? Because we cared about all the little details. We took our time. We created an amazing listing um, that's done exceptionally well. And that channel is made uh, to convert if you do the, the little things right. Um, it's we, we, we use software. We go as far as to use a, a company out there called PicFu um, that can compare three or four images, main images for you against Amazon buyers that are in your demographic, meaning they're not just getting free product. They're like there to do reviews. They don't just say what picture they like. They say why they like it. Um, they're saying this picture shows everything that comes in the box. This picture shows too much. This picture is, is yellow and makes me not want to click on it. Um, so th- like test, test, test. Try all the little things. Pay attention to the little details. What can you do in your lifestyle images to kind of tell the story of that product or call out the features of why that karaoke machine's better than the other one? Yeah. Um, and and those those little things, like I wish I had paid more attention to photography in my early days. Um, I really think it's a huge, huge thing when it comes to um, getting that almost that subconscious click or that I don't know why I like this one. I just do. Yeah, and the reviews obviously are a big part of this too. So I'm going to, and thank you gentlemen for throwing it up near the rim and making it easy for me to slam dunk this, this episode. And before I do that, once again, check out Andrew's business, marknology.com. If you want to learn more about the businesses that Matt and I own, you can go to fullscale.io, stackify.com, gigabook.com. There's a lot of stuff out there. You can watch today's episode on the Startup Hustle YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram. We're pretty much everywhere. Are you still doing those silly little dance videos and post them on TikTok? We have a TikTok channel, but I haven't really done a whole lot with it, and I'm dancing in none of them. Although, if you want to go follow <laughs> us on TikTok, there is a really awesome video of you getting shot in the face with a yeah. money gun. So as we close out this episode, and thanks again for coming in, Andrew, and Matt, thank you for gracing me once again with your presence. Yeah. Um, I, I think that when it comes to online selling, you guys nailed it. Um, I think that the presentation matters. If you don't look like you're in the business of doing whatever it is you say you do, it's game over. Like right. dumpy pictures and, and poor, poor, every, poor descriptions and everything else. But kind of in Congress with what you said, Matt, about the details, I think you need to, I think if you can handle as many objections as possible with your listing, and that's basically what you were alluding to, Matt, mm-hmm. is like, what are the questions that I'm, that are, I have a little, what's the thread count or what's, mm-hmm. or, or how loud is this? What colors does it come in? Yeah. Yeah. Different stuff like that. Cause a confused mind almost always says no. So selling is about handling the objections that people have. And, and it's often can, people are confused. They think objections are a bad thing. Objection is actually an interested buyer. They're just trying to clarify something on their way to the cash register. So if you can think about that and, and sometimes it's hard to do, but literally you're going to have on something like Amazon, you're going to have people that aren't even going to pay attention to that stuff at all. That's me. And then there's other people that are a little more analytical. So go ahead and figure out, try to answer as many possible questions as you can. Cause the worst thing that's going to happen is they're just not going to look at it and move on, but try to be complete and, and figure stuff out. If you need help selling stuff on Amazon, reach out to Andrew. Cause I know that that's a company that can help you do it anyway, guys. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle. We do it.